Hey everybody, since we're talking about Godzilla this week, I thought we should have the man himself come in. Godzilla, how you doing? Now, I heard a rumor that back in the day, you and Christina Aguilera were quite the item. Do you want to comment on that? <laughs> that is a hilarious story. Now, you got to work with Brian Cranston on this movie. Any hijinks going on on the set? <laughs> oh my god. Crank calling the Cranston. I love it. Well, God, if I can call you that, I really appreciate you coming on the program, and I hope you stop by again. It's truly an honor. <laughs> no, you are a sweetheart. No, no, you're a sweetheart. <laughs> no, I'm just playing around. But seriously, thanks for coming in. And should I get you an Uber XXXXXXL or what? Bad science. Did the movie get it right? Bad science. Or will we have to fight? Hi everybody, welcome to Bad Science, I'm Ethan Edinburgh, and today we're talking about 2014's epic, colossal Godzilla, uh, with no post name, it's just Godzilla, if I'm not mistaken, right? You don't no really need. need a post yeah. name, I mean, you're, no post you name. got God, you got Zilla, just... it's the whole package. Yeah, they know what that means, <laughs> we, we know what that means. <laughs> yeah. uh, the voices you're hearing, uh, one of them joining us, you've heard before, she's an anthropologist and primatologist from our episode, Harry and the Hendersons, yes. it's Natalia Regan, how's yeah. it going? Yeah, it's going great. Happy to to talk more about science. With yeah, these. I, I you know I love Godzilla. I love the franchise. I love I mean, the old you know obviously original ones and and anything with mega fauna and mega monsters. Great. Okay. Well, we will be leaning on your expertise here today. Um, those films and this one, and of course, we have here a very good buddy of mine, an actor, writer, and improviser, Paul Getz. Hello, Ethan. Hi, Hi Paul. Yeah. <laughs> good to see you too. It's been too long. Ah, well, a couple days. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I guess I saw that's, you a few you know, days ago. Some might think of that as too long. You, oh, apparently. I thought yeah. it was too long. I missed you. I could oh. feel the tension in the room. Do you want me to leave? Yeah, could I you step like, out a second? Yeah, I feel like there's. Well, okay. um, wow. Did you okay. miss me as much as I miss you? Because I've been thinking about you <laughs> almost nonstop. I mean, I feel like it's clear at this point that no. <laughs> but there were for texts. listeners at home, yeah. this is this is there's very intense eye contact. He's yeah. crying. The two. I'm crying. I'm waving my fists at you. Okay, so we're talking about Godzilla, and if I'm not mistaken, Paul, you are also a big fan of this film and franchise. Well, yes, the I, I haven't seen a lot of the classics, okay. but this current one that they've got going, that they're building the universe, Godzilla, Kong Skull Island. The Monsterverse, King of the Monsterverse if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay, sure. Right? That works for me. I yeah, don't I'm know what's that. included in that or not. I just read it today that mm. there's this term, Monsterverse, and I think it's just... This one, which I had not seen before mm -hmm. yesterday, I'll have you know. Oh, wow. And then the 2019 King of the Monsters, Godzilla, and then 2020's yes! Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes! Well, right? Kong Skull Island is in there as well. Oh, it is that, in there as well. It is part of oh, this part of the Yes. Mm -hmm. Part of the Monsterverse. Yes. So we've met that Kong. Right. And so you guys are, I, it seems like, much more experts than, than I am. This is pretty much I my mean, first, uh, my, my, I'm dorks. dipping my toes yeah. into. Yeah. I, I, okay. I'm into it Dip for sure. Giant clawed feet into yes. yes thank you for noticing. Verse. Yeah, exactly. I wore sandals for that reason. So, <laughs> when did you guys did you guys see this movie in theaters? Yes, I did. No, I did not. Okay. I actually watched it on the comfort of my mother's couch with my mom <laughs> and her morbidly Sounds obese nice. cat. But uh, yeah, and how no. did uh, Mrs. Regan feel about Godzilla 2014? Actually, it's Dr. Regan. Oh, uh, excuse yeah, me, Dr. I know. Regan. People used to call the house, and they'd always figure Dr. Regan was my dad. And I was like, hell no, that's my mom. <laughs> nice. uh, no, she, she, she loves this kind of... I mean, she, we both agreed... There were plot holes sure. that we, we were uh, yeah. we didn't mm -hmm. quite agree with, but you know it was fun. You know we wanted to watch kind of a you know fun movie, just chill on the couch. So we enjoyed it. Yeah, you know? yeah. absolutely. A little glass uh, of wine. Boy. I saw it in theaters, and I was very excited to get the chance to see it again because I went with a group of friends, and I was the only one in that group of friends that liked it. Wow. I, it was, and it you know not too long ago, 2014. I got it. It, it was like uh, it was the most I'd fenced since felt since college that my 
that opinions mattered all of a sudden again, <laughs> where it was like, oh, that was pretty great. And everyone was like, no, boo, what are you talking about? Pacific Rim was better, but, you know, uh-huh. all this oh, stuff being God. thrown at me. <laughs> Did you get a new group of friends? Well, you know, we aren't as close. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's you know. I think that I, was before you and I started hanging out, not to bring it back to our relationship. I Yeah, I think so. So <laughs> I kind of replaced. It's important I, the relationship in the room right now, honestly. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I replaced all in, his in friends. I feel like a yeah. third wheel, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Nah. Uh, maybe by the end of this, though, yeah. we'll yeah. be, uh, yeah, a uh, uh, trifecta. But I was, uh, having seen Kong Skull Island and King of the Monsters since this, mm-hmm. I was excited to see what my opinion of was of this again. Because yeah. I remember it as a good movie. Yeah. And now I see it as a bad movie that I love. Got it. I absolutely love it. And mm-hmm. I lean I, into it. Every single time they show Godzilla uh-huh. is awesome. Awesome. It's so good. It's yeah. so I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. love, that yeah. is the chonky of I love Godzilla because he is chonky boy of monsters. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> King Kong is big, but King Kong is like big in the right ways. You know, right? It's not, yeah. Sure. But like, just Godzilla is you're just like how is that? He looks like you know he he, he should be double fisting beers. You know, what I mean? right? His yeah. little head, <laughs> yeah. his big old body. Mean, there was really, some sort of controversy yeah. after this movie I came out. It. I read that like in Japan, where you know Godzilla originated, they were out spoken about how he looks fat in this movie and so it became this body like body shaming Godzilla yeah they were body shaming him and it became like an ongoing joke on the press tour for this film well it oh, used to be man. a guy in a suit right so mm-hmm. did they have like a you can't you have to be lean yeah I don't know no Godzilla, sumo wrestlers gotta, playing yeah, like uh, Godzilla I guess not you gotta keep this guy fit Yes. Um, Well, as far as the film goes, I guess I'm kind of with you because I definitely enjoyed watching the movie. I had a great time. Mm -hmm. Um, Lucas was in here. I I was in here with Lucas basically talking the entire movie to the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Which I think is a sign of a good movie. I was engaged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, however, and I'm, and we can get into this prior to the science deep dive. Mm-hmm. I also had uh, issues with these plot holes. I or or just I don't want to say mistakes because it feels rude, but just things about the movie that that rubbed me the wrong way or took me out of it. And I and I do adore them. I do see what you're saying. Yeah. That like it is fun to pick them apart because they're kind of like sure. classic movie trope. Yeah cliche stuff. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing that I've had a really hard time with, Cranston. Yeah. In, this is interesting. I'm interested that you say that. I mean, I'm please, yeah. huge on Cranston. Love Cranston. I feel like in 2014, people were probably really juiced up. Oh. Oh, God. Right. To see Cranston. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 They even put, if you can see Heisenberg? it. Heisenberg? They put Walter White in the opening credits. If you look, like, wow. it's all this, like, old uh, CIA documented huh. blacked out stuff. Right. And part of the stuff that gets blacked out reveals Walter White, and then it says Brian Cranston. Uh. So it's like they man. want you to be juiced oh, up. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. We know and who we got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The man who knocks. That's <laughs> yeah, who we got. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. So that was one thing for me where I was just like, you know, when we decided we were doing this film, that was the top thing on my list of like, oh my god, how right. did I miss this yeah. movie? Yeah. I'm gonna get all this Cranston in my face. I love it. <laughs> and obviously was very disappointed by yeah. the early departure of Brian. Sure. I agreed. And I, what I remember about this movie is I loved everything with Godzilla, oh, uh, but that the rest of it was could be described as a little bit boring, mm-hmm. post-Cranston, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it, rewatching it this time, it was all so lovably stupid that I wasn't <laughs> bored. And right, I, right, I, right. I felt like a big criticism of this movie. I'll get back to Cranston in a second. Oh, please, a, take a your time. Always. Of this movie was how little screen time Godzilla himself had. Yes, yeah, a lot of people were upset about that. But I thought the build toward Godzilla, every little bit of him, mm-hmm. I ate every bit of it up. I wow. enjoyed not... Him, him not being in my face until he needed to be in my face. Okay. You know? Boy, was he in your face. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, he big was time. Unrelentless. Yeah, and yeah. I definitely feel like Cranston was underused. It was one yeah. of those things, because, I, I mean, no offense to the the supporting cast or the well, the, well, the main cast, really, in the end. But right, but they're all was, supporting compared to Cranston. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cranston is, yeah. <laughs> I just, it was interesting, just even, like, the acting of, of Cranston was so amped and so absolutely, you know, emotional. Yeah. That yeah. I, I was waiting for him to come back to life. Like, I don't know if you guys... <laughs> right. 
I really Absolutely. do. And I do, I do refer to it as BC and AC. It's before Cranston, after Cranston. And yeah. it's like, yeah. I, 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 they, there was a, it did suffer because I, I felt like we really missed, uh, there, there's a lot of missed opportunities, I feel like, in this mo- movie. Um, yes. One of which is, is Cranston and Godzilla having a showdown because, oh. you know what I mean? That would have yeah. been huge. His I, wife died. His, you, yes. know, he, you know, because yeah. of, well, not necessarily Godzilla, but just, uh, you know, to be honest, that yeah. might be Who my knows? favorite scene in the film. Like the oh, whole the intro saying, sequence oh, with Cranston. I was so excited. And Juliette yeah. Binoche, like that's a, that yeah. is another yeah. one. Like, yes. why would Huge star. My mom and I were yeah. so excited. We're yeah. such like older ladies. Like, oh my God, Juliette <laughs> yeah. Binoche and Brian Cranston, this is going to be fabulous. And I then know. they die. Oh. Well, and <laughs> Rip he emotes so much yes. in the beginning of that movie. I mean, his character is given nothing to do but things that would make him emote. Yes. Right. Um, but the, his son who is most of the movie, mm-hmm. emotes not at all. Very little. He's Anytime. very military. Yeah. 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 Uh, but any, I mean, I don't know that the military prepares you for the awakening of... <laughs> of titan pr- monsters. monsters. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure that's in, the that's the currently deep. in the uh, yeah, manual. Yeah, right. <laughs> Although I did, I did like that other military guy whose sort of role was to just come in and say a quippy line about like, Guess we're guess we're monster hunters now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that like, guy was great. <laughs> That's true. Point the pointy end at the monster, right, Sarge? Yeah, it's like, yeah. basically high fives him. Yes. It's like, yeah. why are you celebrating right now? <laughs> um, but I another thing that um, uh, f- my friends that I disagreed with the first time said was that they thought Cranston was over the top. Ooh. So I was very excited to see that again and decide what I thought. Mm-hmm. And. I disagree. I disagree as well. I think he he did everything he could with what little he was was given. Oh man, and, I and, thought yeah. Cranston was he's, on fire for the first part of this movie until the forty minute mark where they zip him in a body bag. The, well, that's why I wish they there was a little bit more of uh, sort of continuous emotion throughout the film, like rather than yes. right. start. Because obviously yes. the scientists are going to at Monarch are going to be a lot more subdued, even yes. though they are. Could you imagine like your whole life is tracking these monsters and they oh. come back? Like how, how excited, you know, as, oh, yeah. as a primatologist, when you find your monkeys, it's like, holy shit, there yeah. they are. Good call. And they, you know, had to remain a bit. But I think they that was the right amount of of uh, excitement that they could have. But at least the son and, and his wife, you know, I mean, I mean, she was. Yeah. Unfortunately, female characters kind of get the short end oh, of the stick. And the yeah. doctor that is with Ken Watanabe mm-hmm. the whole time, the female doctor. Yeah, from uh, Shape of Water. Yes. Yeah. She is continuously told to leave behind. Like, <laughs> where are you going? I have to see this. You stay here. But yeah. it's like, they're <laughs> both, in theory, just, yeah. this is their life's work. Yes. Why would she stay behind? I don't know. Yeah. And and also, I in the end, it took me until the end to decide what happened. But mm. in the end, I think Ken Watanabe's character did nothing yep. the whole movie. That is, much. was his role. And she did even less. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is yeah. hard. Yeah, That's hard exactly. To do. And by the way, uh, her name's Sally Hawkins. I want to yes, do a shout Sally out. Hawkins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. fantastic. And of course, yeah. David Strathairn playing. He's like the role you see him doing in every film ever, which yeah. is playing yeah. some sort of military, like buck the system, yeah. stern face. I have such a crush on him. <laughs> man, oh man. <laughs> Him and David Coyote was my favorite character in the movie. In, in a way, in a way, not oh, like not for besides what, Cranston the fun. and Godzilla. Well, right, okay, sure, fair, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. But just, but it's just like once he enters the movie, his perspective is clear. Mm-hmm. He is about civil preventing civilian casualties. Right, and every single time he makes a decision, he he lays out his argument and mm-hmm. he says, "We this is the safest way." And he says, and he and he yeah, asks yeah, them, yeah, "Offer yeah. up any other plan?" He says. What's another idea? Yeah, I did like that. Yeah, because usually the military yeah. guy in the movies is right. like, "No, this, this is, is what we're idea. doing." Yeah, but he well, was like, "Well, I'm open." I mean, I have de- this is unprecedented yeah, stuff. So exactly. whatever you guys think, I'll do it. Well, and and they <laughs> acted like he was bad for that a little bit. Yes, because it was like let them fight. Yeah, but the doctor. Serafinowitz. Uh, oh, Serizawa. Sorry. Which is yeah, like yeah. a shout out to the original Doctor in the oh. in the original Godzilla movie, and uh, Ishiro being uh, Ishiro being the um, the director oh. of that first film. So they think it's like a, a sort of a, a tip of the hat. Oh, that's the great. OG nice. original. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, I, I just my point about Doctor. Sorry, Serizawa. Serizawa. Now, now, now I'm doubting myself. Um, he never makes his argument. He just kind of wanders around <laughs> carrying loose papers, looking, right, 
and then it'll be like there's that scene where they're like uh, they're they're talking about um oh well, why would uh the uh, muto call mm-hmm. a predator and he says i i think it was calling something else it's like what yeah. <laughs> why are you just mentioning this now you prick like yeah, like, like this is huge this is information. big, this is big yeah. data yeah. that you yeah, yeah that you it's need so to true yeah spell it out for us guy um, yeah i also had an issue with uh when when the son finds Cranston. I'm saying the son because I honestly don't remember Ford. his name. Oh, Ford, Ford is Thank his name. Oh, I like can't the truck. I forgot that. Yes. Uh, Why would he name his child? Ford Maybe it was Brody. Henry. Ford is Brody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's so all have a no. moment for that. No. <laughs> so Ford finds his dad, uh, Brian Cranston. Joe Brody. I'll refer yeah. to him as Brian Cranston. Yeah. And he uh, is in this little apartment that's completely, the walls are like totally covered in newspaper clippings and like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like to show that he's sure, lost his mind done. basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to point out for a second, this is one of those cliches that I just don't get. Like if you're off the wall crazy all right you're gonna have a weird room it's gonna be completely covered but if you're a scientist if you're like a super smart guy and by the way you're right about everything Mm -hmm. don't you see the optics here can't you like how are you gonna convince somebody of something if they're entering your cave of madness as somebody who is a a scientist and knows a lot of scientists though that is the office of many scientists I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie although you would hope that you would have like one room devoid of clutter so you could just not go crazy but we but clearly (laughs) he's crazy so yeah it kind of just sort of co-signs the, the yeah. It seems like crazy. he's crazy then. But he's not crazy. But he's not crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, well, the timeline they set up for that, for mm-hmm. him having gone crazy, yeah. is 15 years go by after the big disaster. Yes. And 11 years go by after that. And I don't know what happened in those 11 years because he's only been back in Japan being crazy. Wait, are you talking about the Cranston. new uh, uh, King of the Monsters? No, one? no, no. I'm talking about Cranston at the beginning of the movie. There's the disaster mm-hmm. that explodes his wife. In 99. <laughs> Isn't oh. that what it was? And then 15 yeah, years is 2014? Years. No, no, no. I'm not saying Godzilla movies. I'm saying oh, just the beginning life. of this movie. Okay, Joe Brody. I apologize. I I, I didn't make <laughs> no, this no, clear. I'm going Malcolm in the middle. There, what are we going? There's yeah. the disaster that blows up the whole plant at right. the beginning. The, okay. the station or sure. whatever the, re- the research station. Yes. Which, by the way, I don't understand how he survives or anyone survives because they evacuate no one once the earthquake starts. <laughs> yeah. Right. But. but Okay, and I have a, I don't know how much also you know. Oh, calls sorry. a question when he takes off. The, there was no contamination, so it mm-hmm. makes you wonder how bad the actual uh, incident was. Oh, true. I, and why he took off his helmet, even though he saw zero percent contamination, I still wouldn't do that. That's that's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, a dangerous ball, move. A if you guys are in a radiation area and you see no, if you see a zero on the meter, keep your mask. Yeah, on. exactly. Well, I am. I do have a question specifically about, and I, it is a science based question about what that pink cloud that swallows the scientists uh, at the beginning before mm. he closes his the wife door. and right yeah. right right uh, they called it what, a, like a radiation smoke or some right crap. what that's supposed to contain I don't I theory. honestly I don't know because I don't know if it's technically a nuclear blast because that was what I think was sort of left sort of unanswered is because if it was an earthquake caused by the actual you know waking of these monsters versus you know an actual nuclear blast that's where mm. I was getting very confused and and how much yeah. Was, you know, that actual a, a nuclear incident versus. Well, these monsters seem to like bleed. Yeah. You know, yeah. everything Radi- yeah. running through them is nuclear. Yeah. Which that also they eat. brings up the. Right. right. Yeah. And I assume how they defecate. Probably. So I don't know if it's uranium yeah. or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. poop nukes. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. But, but, uh, well, and it also brings. Uh, I have another question about when Godzilla uses his nuke breath. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't would that create radiation in the air? Yeah, I mean, in theory, than, it would, and then also yeah. just the fact that he doesn't explode. You know, when especially in the the newest one, when it's kind of like radiating from his midsection, <laughs> right. like he would just flat out explode. I mean, I could rip up the biology of, of Godzilla before we even get to the radiation. Just the fact that his sheer size, because versus the first film in 1954 to now, he's grown 200 feet. In the first film, he was about 100, 150 feet. Now he's 350 feet. Whoa! So yeah. he's he's huge. And then also uh, the, just the amount of tons he'd weigh. So they estimate like 160. 160 million or yeah, it said thousand? he's Hold 355 on. feet tall, yeah. a full length of 550 oh, feet, and a weight of 90,000 tons. Yeah. Oh, this one says uh, the new one says 164,000 tons. Mm. 
Which it, but it's still Godzilla. bigger than the largest dinosaur. But the, the thing is, being bipedal and weighing that much would almost be impossible because it was just mm. too much for two legs to carry. So, oh. like, for instance, being a quadruped, that's like, um, for instance, we talked about on Harry Anthony Henderson's and even talking about King Kong. Mm-hmm. When you've got, uh, like, species like Gigantopithecus, which was thought to be the ancestor of, like, say, Bigfoot in theory, they're assuming that it was very, very large and that it would walk on two legs, which is hard to believe because usually if something is so top heavy it would have to be it'd be obligatory uh, quadruped it would have to walk on four uh, legs interesting. so for for Godzilla to yeah. be on two legs and to weigh that much is, mm-hmm. is pretty outlandish yeah. uh, one website even calculated how many gallons of piss he would make wow. a day yeah. which I thought was but then again what is the piss made of right exactly you know yeah, what I mean like this, do these things which part of the science of them is that as soon as any others exist, I, the kaiju or whatever mm-hmm. all-encompassing term there is for them. The monsters. He yeah. shows up yeah. to battle them specifically. That is right. his nature. That is his purpose. He is like that, that dad way. that's yeah. like, okay, guys. Yeah. Okay, your mother called me. Mothra gave me a ring. Yeah. I, who do I have to keep in line? That is, But, it, but it's interesting because also Godzilla in the 1954 version was essentially created by nuclear you know, blast that was in the Bikini Atoll that happened a year before and, and that like Godzilla was kind of a, a, a result of, of uh, use of nukes uh, versus this, which is saying that basically he's been around since the Permian period. So he's like millions, of, 250 million years old right. at least. Yeah. So it's this totally different idea. Yeah. And, you know, just the fact that, you know, this is an immortal lizard. And, yeah. And why? And, and, yeah. and, you know, compared to the Muda, which are clearly have a life cycle and are breeding. Yeah. You know, because right. yeah. always True. we find out they're yeah, actually. If he's yeah. ancient like that, how could he stay alive? What is he eating constantly? Just at the Earth's I, core, getting that, getting that. Well, they, they do answer that oh. in King of the Monsters. Ah, King okay, of the Monsters okay. shows you his, his house. Yeah. He has uh, a house. I mean, his it's also kind of Brian Cranston esque. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. cluttered. I'm, it, it, with, mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, Most definitely. Right? It's shocking. I found this Godzilla somehow to. Even though I loved the more monster battles mm-hmm. in two, I fa- I liked this one more. I think I wow. thought this one was it was a little overwhelming with fun. the the, yeah. the nineteen or the two thousand nineteen. Because that was my other yeah. issue with it is that they it's not I, I didn't necessarily want like a tons of action because I like the slow I like the build, but they cut off the action. They would start showing you in yeah. this movie. There was like three different times where they would show you the beginning of a battle, like they're about yeah. to square yeah. off, yeah. and then they'll yeah. cut to yeah. like a kid sleeping, yeah. Yeah. and it's like what happened, and no one even talks about it. There's not even a discussion or a review of like, man, that battle was crazy and they, he lost because he fled. And it's it just like nothing happened. No. Well, and that cut specifically, I remember the first time seeing it being very frustrated. Yeah. Like, oh, here he is in all his glory. Let's go. Yeah. Right. But this time around, because I knew it was coming, I think I really uh, liked it because okay. I liked that scene with the kid. That was like a Spielbergian scene of the mom not seeing the TV right, and the right. kid watching dinosaurs and saying, Mommy, look, dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I thought, uh, you know, I mean, they had to, they had to save that battle. You okay, let me ask have, you this yeah. then, Paul, defender of Godzilla. Well, yes. <laughs> Specifically Godzilla 2014, yes. Let me ask yeah. you this, uh, Paul, defender of Godzilla 2014. Yeah. <laughs> what about the Vegas one? Where that bug, uh, Missed Motu, opportunities. or uh, Muto, yeah. is it Motu or Muto? What am I saying? Muto. 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 But I, I forget what it stands it's, for. It's massive, unidentified terrestrial <laughs> object. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not, yeah. <laughs> Going into the names of these monsters. Please. This oh, yeah, movie, there's some interesting ones. Yeah, well, right. But I this one... in. I I had closed captions on because I didn't want to miss anything. Sure, and none of the science. I wanted to soak <laughs> no, it all. Wow, all of it. Soak up. Up. Paul all the jargon. Yeah. The cause. Yeah. Oh, Janet yeah. and I did not go that far. <laughs> um, but every time uh, Doctor Serizawa mm-hmm. says Godzilla, he says Gojira. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I thought it was. I thought that was an accent thing, having heard it. But it is. Spelled differently, right? G O J I R A. It's the yes. original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at a certain point, I believe uh, David Strait Heron's character just starts saying Godzilla. Yes. I don't think at any point do they specifically make that. Chip, but he maybe he assumed it's an accent thing, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, this guy's yeah. trying to yeah. say Godzilla. Let's all call it that." Yeah. Oh, uh, microaggressions. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, just go with what I said. Yeah. Oh, I, I, uh, oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, I like that the fact that he calls back, again, the original Does that name tr- of- translate directly to God? 
Godzilla. I, I mean, I know that no. that's what they called um, Godzilla in the Japanese version of mm-hmm. the first one. So, I, mm-hmm. and then in America, I wonder I mean, why I they switched it. It's harder to say, or what's I, the deal? I don't, I don't know if it was just a, a pronunciation mm-hmm. or just yeah. that was what they decided to go with. Yeah, um, I guess the marketing thing. Yeah, catchy. Godzilla has yeah. a nice ring to it. Yeah. he's got God. I mean, and, and if you think Zilla. about True. it, yeah. if he can harness no. uh, nuclear power, that makes him, you know, a god in his own right. Absolutely. Yeah, and if he could sell that nuclear power, he'd be a zillionaire. Oh my God! Right? So, so yeah, God- Godzilla, Godzilla. Uh, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Also, I still want it. that yeah. defense, Paul, because I'm very oh, upset about this Vegas? constantly. Oh yeah. You're talking about. I don't even know why he went there. I don't think that was explained, at least to me. Oh, I didn't get it. Because that's where, where they, they, they have all the, the nuclear, nuclear weapons. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, so he's yeah. after the nukes. Where do you Sweets. store all your nuclear But waste. he goes yeah. to Las Vegas and destroys it, and we miss all of that. We see, like, grainy television I know, footage. I and I feel like there's so many mis- Like, I, I would love to have seen, like, a Godzilla movie poster or, or Godzilla, like, you know, key, marquee, yeah. and, and have it just absolutely rip it to shreds. Just, yeah. like, funny, oh, yeah. like, little yeah. funny oh, things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go, or, like, great. you know, somebody at the casino, like, you know, that awkward where it's, it's kind of like, I'll have what she's having, but like, yeah. you know, or, you know, somebody's oh, the playing the slots oh, yeah. and they look up and it's like, oh, oh back it must the... be really drunk. And they go back to it and then they just goes away. I mean, like, I felt like there was missed opportunities oh, yeah. for comedy and maybe that's, but that's just my comedian side. No, I would me. love that. Especially like, with big action movies yeah, like that. Those like, are some of the best jokes. If Taika Waititi was directing yes. this, let's be yeah. honest, uh, it would have, oh yeah. my God, there would have been a song and dance number maybe. Um, uh, I would have loved that. With the there was yeah. no humor I mean, at least no real attempted humor in this no. movie. No. Like, yeah. Nada. And, it, and right. it was campy without acknowledging it was campy mm-hmm. in a way. Like, mm-hmm. it was over the top. Yeah. Uh, it, they were archetypes, but they played it very straight. Yes. Because it was two yeah. of, like, the most kind of sin-filled, wonderful, fun cities in the United <laughs> yeah. States. We've got sure. Las Vegas and you got San Francisco. Like, I wanted to see, like, a Burning Man dance party get, like, yeah. you know, oh, kind of great. just be like, oh, our God is here. Yay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, glitter, oh, yeah. glitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know wow. I mean? Oh, the. The event, they really the tech bros are like, top the budget this year. <laughs> Whoa, oh, yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. Any yeah. tech startup, like, end of conversation right? would have been yeah. great. And then oh my god, wrecked. like some app developers just sitting yeah. in an elevator. So I've got this new app, and blah 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, Mudo gets you know, yeah. rips him out. And <laughs> I would love yeah, that. Yeah, I would have, I would have thoroughly enjoyed it, mostly because tech bros. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a bunch of tech me. bros yeah. get eaten. Yeah. By oh, man. God, that would have been so yeah. missed opportunity. Some, yeah, some form of person that deserves it get yep. eaten, get crushed. That is usually at least somewhere in these movies. Yes. And here, it was just innocent civilians right. everywhere. And military. And never... Yeah. Which we don't want to see. No. There was yeah. a part, by the yeah. way, that actually, like, I'm not going to say, like, yeah. actually upset me, but, like, there was a, a, towards the end where they're, like, near the boat. Yeah. And there's, like, a group. I mean, they've been dealing with these monsters now. They've had, like, six encounters. Yeah. And there's, like, a group of 12 of them that are all together, and they're all shooting a machine gun yeah. at uh, Muto or whatever. Yeah. So, what are you doing? Yeah. And they all get yeah. eaten at the same time, it's which so, is great to watch, yeah. but also, like, so frustrating. Because. What are you doing? sense guys yeah, get out of there sense. well and no i and no i mean it's not it is the people who are standing around's fault but it is also the higher ups fault because no place <laughs> is i've i said this already but they never evacuate anywhere anywhere yeah. that yeah. earthquake starts and they go and then the, and then the the, the monster they, they they say evacuate that level right. and then the monster pops up and the guys I, I wrote this down because I loved this delivery so much Paul has by the way for you listeners at home like Lots seven pages of notes it's crazy <laughs> uh, well most of it is just uh, not non-scientific I promise it's you a that. grocery yeah. list um, but uh, <laughs> it, he goes Jesus check the grid hit us with an EMP like that is his response to <laughs> the monster emerging from the ground for the first time and attacking their whole site. He doesn't go, "Oh my god!" Ah! <laughs> he, he instead goes, "Jesus, oh Jesus, oh, oh god, that's what? not what I expected." <laughs> not okay, anyway, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, um, this looks yeah. rough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you got those guys better get out of there. And then they go back to that because um, uh, Ford is trapped in the uh, storage unit or whatever he is down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And there's still guys standing there. Oh yeah, standing yeah. Standing there while the wow, thing. Wow, you're right. Yeah. 
Um, no, the, the lack of, and also I, what I wanted to, to mention too is I, I appreciated the sexual dimorphism in the Muto because mm-hmm. we got, you know, obviously the male, yeah, which was, we, they, they determined was male because it, it when they found the, the female, right. they, they realized, oh crap, this one's huge and it doesn't have wings and oh look, an egg sack. Oh man, uh, that was a cool reveal. That I was, thought a, that was yeah, yeah. I know, which, yeah, but as a scary. woman yeah. or a person that just likes life, or, you know, like, and it was like kind of excited because you know she probably was pumped to have those kids and yeah. I was like, I kind of felt bad that, you know, right. all they yeah. wanted to do was just have their like nuclear family. Yeah, they, hey, they know. Oh, yeah. hey. But then we would all be toast. We'd yeah. all be dead because, because they don't. On. But the, also so many the, of them. the yeah. So like you know, obviously he was smaller. He had wings. Uh, she was a, a big fatty because the females generally like you know. And are these mm-hmm. like moths? Is that the? They're, are they cockroaches? What is this? Yeah, I was curious I do about not that too. No, and that that was one mm, of the yeah. things uh, I talked to my friend May Cat. Shout out to her, great screenwriter who's a Godzilla. F- super fan mm. and she said these are pretty much unique to the, the franchise uh, and they're kind of just like these weird mantis because they still oh, have like a a, sort of a, an exos they have like manto crabs yeah but they yeah. have a skeleton and <laughs> yeah. they but they're also insect like um, mm. they also had a human like feel to them I yeah. almost looked like they had a butt and that made me very uncomfortable mm, sure yeah, I, I did not like, like that they went cloverfield with it and very. just tried to go non-specific oh, with, the, okay. with this villain sure like a mantis yeah. shaped head but with yeah. a mouth with teeth you know, right, right. Yeah. I thought that was interesting how um, Godzilla tried to do like the, you know, the cracking of the mouth oh, at the that was end. Cool. That which was is the best. with Godzilla, that's Godzilla's go to move with the T Rex in the mm. 2005, uh, you know, King Kong. Or, sorry, yeah. King Kong yeah. Uh, oh, right. uh, yeah. uh, film. So I was, yeah, I was impressed by that. And uh, oh, yeah, I love the White Walker flame barf into oh, the mouth. So that's yeah. epic. I loved the way they Very animated sensual. it too because yes. it was flame like, <laughs> but also liquid like. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, true. They, really nailed like it, well, I don't know what that is but it is cool yes is, yeah and no one talked about it no yeah. it's like yeah. <laughs> nope I know it nope, was, nope. It, was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very interesting how there is a lack of just sort of like let's have a like a little retrospective. What, what the fuck just happened? Right. Yeah, what yeah. Happened? I would have loved well, even again one comedic reaction yeah. shot. Yeah. So well, I didn't like, see well, that coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they they had. There's no comedy in this or in King of the Monsters, no. but there Ooh. is comedy in Skull Island because oh, okay. of John C. Riley. Oh, maybe John that C. maybe Riley, that's like, my film. Yeah, I got to get into rules, that. Rules, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good call. Yeah. yeah. I got to get into that next time. Okay. Yeah. We'll we should do that one. next time. Actually, yeah. I like that I, idea. I, mean, I could talk Kong for days. Oh yeah. And I actually, this is very embarrassing to admit, I have not mm-hmm. seen it. Oh, I know. So oh, I'm a naughty, yourself a naughty favor. Force you to watch another monster movie. Oh, I'll, I'll, please yeah. twist my arm. Well, before I start twisting our guest's arm, we got to take a little break, and we'll be right back. The break is over. Here we go, back to the show about science. Um, okay, I wanted to mention one thing because I thought it was super cool. Uh, you were talking about evacuating and people saying, get out of here. Uh, so I found out, okay, so there's a scene where they're on a beach in Honolulu and a girl's the first <gasps> yes. one that notices oh, the yeah. water. Mm-hmm. So that's very cool. She tells her dad, her dad like yells, everybody get out of here. Oh, man. Okay. I loved that dad. Love that. Dad. I was like a sane person. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you move. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't like yeah, like yeah. the tsunami in, in in Thailand where people thought, oh, like the tour, the, all the the people from Thailand were like, oh, this is bad. We know what this is. All the tourists were like, oh, this is cool. Let's yeah. go out further yes. in the water. That's exactly got, what I found out. And and this girl is responsible for saving a bunch of lives. She in 2004. The, that's what you're talking about. The 2004 Indian Ocean earthquake mm-hmm. caused this uh, tsunami in Thailand, and uh, a ten year old. Tilly Smith uh, had learned in school about warning signs of tsunamis, and then wow. she saw it happen. Oh, Tilly! And so oh. she started telling everybody, like, "I think there's a tsunami coming," and that's Amazing. when everybody started moving. And so wow. she saved like 100 people. So I wanted to give Tilly a, oh, a shout that's out. That's a shout out, yeah. And to yeah. the education system in general, can yes. we not acknowledge? Yeah. Was that she not it's an important? American tourist? I'm going to go she with she's was, not yeah. an American. She's from the UK. Yes, she was thank British. you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to gotcha. say that's yeah. not an American. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the UK education system. Yeah. Okay. Right. No, but as somebody who obviously uh, is a scientist and and loves when I see any bit of just sort of science, you know, scientific thinking or just, well, you know, any sort of use of actual real science. It makes me very excited. And even if they get it a little wrong, at least they're trying, you know, like it's, it's to me, it's like, oh yeah, go, you know, get it, you know, because it's, if you can teach 
accidentally, I'm all about it. Accidental learning is like you know, oh, sure. my, my go-to yeah. move. I mean, that's part of the reason laugh. I love a lot of the movies we do on the pod is because like, okay, yeah, the science isn't perfect, but it does get me thinking about mm-hmm. the science and then I'll find out because it's interesting to me. Yeah, this, you know? this series really got me, well, I don't know how, I don't know what I'll do with this interest, but okay. <laughs> bioacoustics, oh. apparently very important. <laughs> for right. the survival of the world, potentially. In a now case Paul's like going to go back to everybody. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Um, Take us there. It actually, that uh, I wondered, because he is the premier Godzilla hunter in this movie, the mm-hmm. Dr. Serizawa, yeah. I, I <clears throat> kept wondering what his job was. Good call. Don't know. The closest they came to saying it was a newspaper article in Cranston's room. He is an acoustic expert. Whoa. That is That's it. his specialty? Does he play acoustic yeah. guitar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, that huh. would be a good yeah. scene. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, the, yeah. the, the way that they track, the, the, the cool thing is about being able to, to, to track Godzilla, and that's, you know, I wonder if that is, I guess, the primary, his primary job is just to figure out how to. Well, they've mentioned echolocation a bunch yes. of times, mm. so I was going to ask, yeah. like, what oh. animals do that yes. and how it works, yeah. et cetera. Uh, bats, dolphins, humans. There's actually a, a really interesting, uh, a friend of mine, um, Greg Downey, was working with a, a fellow, and I, I'll have to, I'll Google the name in a minute, but okay. it's a man who is blind, and he has taught himself to echolocate, wow. and he actually teaches others to do it because he'll go mountain bike riding, he'll go Whoa. hiking, he'll do all these things that are, you know, <laughs> a lot of other people wouldn't even do with full eyesight, yeah. but he'll yeah. do it blind because he echolocates and so he'll do this thing where he because even with like I do it sometimes when I'm in the shower when I was a a kid I was really into this I would like you know when you kind of get closer to the wall or you know when you're in the shower and you make a sound you you can you feel it come back and you Mm -hmm. you know how far you are so it's it's basically just judging distance using sound Um, so a lot of animals will do that but you know humans can teach themselves how so I wouldn't necessarily go you know Climbing a, a you know a wall face yeah. doing it and trusting right. that that will no get like you, up there, you said but you I won't know. do that right now okay that's yeah. scary <laughs> to me regardless um, okay well uh, yeah that I mean would we be able to track something like that then with echolocation sonar is kind of like that so that's yeah absolutely I okay. think that you know you with the use of sonar and, and you can sort of hopefully track different animals and things of that sort and uh, with it being so large with Godzilla being so large that is a possibility right you know and obviously if if godzilla is radioactive you know yeah that, that right was there my other thing is, of like can't we track yeah a that's huge yeah. radioactive i think animal? that's what happens in in king of the monsters is <laughs> oh okay. yeah, they, yeah his radiation helps okay yeah. that makes sense yeah uh, i had a question about darwin not mm-hmm. sure what you know about darwin but his uh he seems <laughs> to be like anti-lizards or something i found a few quotes here what he called what? <laughs> he called marine iguanas imps of darkness and <laughs> said quote the marine iguana is a hideous-looking creature of a dirty black color, stupid and sluggish in its movements. I mean, he's not wow. entirely wrong. Have you ever seen an? I love them. I, I think up the I think they're adorable. They're, they kind of look like a little Godzilla. But you know hmm. what? They do. They absolutely do. And yeah. like, I mean, obviously, you know, Godzilla being you know water dweller or like center of the earth dweller, you know, that makes sense that maybe they looked to aquatic iguanas as something that. I assume they're quadrupeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they have little Godzilla arms. No, 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 no. That would be great if they were uh, bipedal. Oh my god! I would if you could train one to be. I I love iguanas. Um, I was just actually in Puerto Rico, and um, unfortunately, they're the most probably common roadkill you'll see. Because, like I said, like Darwin said, they're not exactly the you know the smartest smartest lizard out there. Uh, But uh, Komodo dragons, though, I mean, I'm a huge fan of. But Darwin, you know, I think he was he was partial to finches. Hmm. As we, you know, he studied Hmm. the finches on the Gulf sure. Coast Islands and, and later, you know, raised different birds in, in England. So, um, but yeah, that's unfortunate that he didn't uh, take a shining to the yeah, more I thought the that was sky weird. than the sea. Yeah. It sounds yes, like. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And exactly. then speaking of birds, birds, they like, I yeah. think it's like a common myth or something that they're like the only dinosaurs that we well, have. Well, they have, I mean, they, they're closely related to, to dinosaurs. I mean, in okay. terms of like, well, just in, in terms of the evolutionarily speaking, they have, you know, uh, the, Dinosaurs they found actually had feathers, um, you know what I mean? So there actually is a uh, a lineage that they branch off from, so it's not so different from dinosaurs. So when we see, when I see birds now, I call them basically living dinosaurs. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. what about uh, reptiles and lizards? And Isn't that some offshoot of oh, dinosaurs yeah. Oh, too? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, they're, they're, they're not that different. I mean, even if you look at like the, the feet of a, a bird, you know, like they actually have kind of scales oh, yeah, on the them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And the scales and the yeah. claws and things like that. So, and even like if you look at just um, the development of wings compared to, you know, the limbs of other reptiles, they're not incredibly different. So okay. they 
they are related. And um, I do call them like when I see birds, I just call them like little dinosaurs or, you know. Yeah. Um, but just obviously way further down the line. Yeah. Right. Um, and, yeah. And, and lizards, too. I mean, obviously, if you see, you know, a, a, a marine iguana, you're going to think the same thing and be like, oh, wow, that's just that's just a little little dinosaur just hanging out right there. Yeah, you know? it definitely looks like it. Um, Except they mostly most iguanas are, are vegetarians. They're pretty. I think they're awesome. I yeah. love them. Oh, they oh, look yeah, super cool. They around. also had yeah. a shot of a chameleon in this movie. Uh, and they, uh, seems like that's like the coolest animal we have, probably. They're pre- I mean, well, yeah, and being able to, you know, like crypsis and, and, and blend in with your surroundings. Octopuses do it as well. Like right. being able mm. to, they have chromatophores, which actually help them, um, you know, change the color. Not only the color, but also like the texture of their skin to, yes. to camouflage. So, and I think that is a tip of the hat to being able to adapt and survive. Because, you know, obviously chameleons being able to to blend in with their surroundings allows them, like, you know, the Mudo or the Godzilla, the Titans have been able to sort of blend in with their surroundings. Um, right. Like we see in King of the Monsters, a lot of them are just kind of like yeah. laying in plain sight, the, you know? Yeah, the one is, comes out of a volcano. Yeah. Just, Whoa. You know. Yeah, in Mexico, There was a couple in this great. movie, yeah. too, where they yeah, were was, just, yeah. it looked like a huge tree or a column or something, and then it starts moving, moving and everyone's yeah. like, whoa, 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 what the hell is yeah. that? Oh, like it's when it's right behind the sub? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and it's Which okay, it's like, yeah. wouldn't we be able to hear if there's a yeah, gigantic animal moving. near us, like breathing? Breathing, yeah. In general, this, and this, this happens in Kong Skull Island as well. There's way too much of these animals sneaking up. What's with the sneaking? There's yeah. no way. If if the ti- T-Rex in Jurassic Park can make the cup of water shake yeah, exactly. from as far away as it was, there would just there would be no way. They would know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless they're completely dormant and, and actually kind of hibernating and, and, and mm. not, you know. They're and, going into charging yeah. mode. Yeah, exactly. Or um, well, there's that scene where they skydive yes, down. the halo very jump. Cool. Very, very yeah, cool Yeah, one scene. of the best parts of the movie, yeah, I'd say. Uh, that perspective shot of the fight. How terrifying was that, though? Like, yeah. if, I mean, if that was oh, real. Man. Oh, man. They really yeah. shot it, though. They've, they've, uh, it was like legit people skydiving with cameras. Into, oh, wow. into San Francisco? I don't know yeah, where yeah, they did say, it, yeah. but, uh, but I know that they yeah, like okay. actually went, yeah, they sad, actually yeah. jumped. Um, but as soon as they land, it's silent. <laughs> and it's like, aren't there monsters yeah, fighting right, <laughs> right around the corner? And, yeah, I know they, fall yeah. and, I mean, and the thing that there's no way that San Francisco is going to be that evacuated, that quiet. There's, like, there's oh, no man, it's, way. I, yeah, it's completely deserted. Well, I mean, while the fight's going on, there's people in office buildings. Still oh, right. working yeah. in their office. Yeah, they kind of didn't care, the, I think. Well, and I, I got the impression that um, Dr. Sarazawa uh, and, uh, and, uh, and the uh, Admiral uh-huh. never, who knew everything, I guess, mm-hmm. the whole time, they never gave anyone a heads up. Like it's headed for no. Hawaii. It's headed for San Francisco. He and they realizes, never told and it's anyone. so silly. Yeah. They yeah. they included it in the film. There's a there's a line where he's realizing in real time that people are still on the bridge. Oh yeah, there's still buses on the that monsters bridge. and the military are there. He's like, oh wait a minute. Yeah, there's still buses on that bridge. Yeah, it's like what? Why you knew you knew yeah. hours ago everyone was heading. Uh, what are you talking about? And then they start firing missiles basically at the bridge. Oh, when they say <laughs> yeah. fire, 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 it's like. What? what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing great. there yeah. yet. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention the texture, like skin. You you were oh, touching yeah, the on the, the yeah. I don't know what it's made of their skin exactly, but Lucas was telling me that there's a honey badger. Is that right? That they have like bulletproof skin. I don't. I, I've never shot a honey badger, yeah. so I, okay. I don't. And quite, bring in the honey badger. Yeah, no, exactly. This is this is where it's going to get fun. I brought my brought my my Glock. Um, oh, I do not know if a honey badger has bulletproof skin. I've never. Okay. Are never, there animals that have similar uh, texture I mean, like, skin to n- what we see here? No, I don't think there is a bulletproof skin. I mean, other than shells, things like that, like oh, you know, okay. like a, yeah. an actual you know a turtle that can go into a shell and a, so even we can an shoot turtles. Yeah, don't please don't shoot turtles. Oh, no, not that we would. Home. Well, <laughs> don't shoot honey badgers either, don't just shoot to honey, test. They don't, <laughs> yeah, they, don't they don't give a shit. The, yeah, it just yeah. sounds wild. Yeah. I feel um, like that. No, but there is. I mean, and again, this is a. Uh, a fictional character, but yeah, clearly uh, right. it's almost like got the incredibly strong scale strength. But um, yes. it reminds me of like a pachyderm too, like you know the a rhinoceros. Pachyderm. Yeah, so mm. like elephants that have that very thick, dry skin. Oh, you know, it's just this like just really thick and hard to get through. But at the same time, I get, 
you, you can shoot an elephant and do not shoot an elephant. Yeah, please stop. Uh, yeah, that, don't guys. please don't yeah. do that. Really, but, dick. When but you it do is that. interesting, just the bulletproofness and, and the fact that, like, because it, it, Godzilla does get injured, but just not to the extent of yeah, by yeah. the other monsters, mm-hmm. he gets injured. Yeah, yeah, it seems like that. That but humans are like no match. It's like just stand down. <gasps> well, mm-hmm. in order to contain all the nuclear energy that he has inside, I would assume that has to be a pretty durable package. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Around. Yeah. That's a good call. Um, and I had a question specifically about sealing off when he, back to the Cranston beginning, when he seals off the door, mm-hmm. which by the way, that I have to say, if I'm going to critique his performance at all, that moment, he goes, Ah! Hits the thing, yeah. and then as soon as the door closes, he stops screaming. Yeah, I, it's it's a very... Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Just like, no, you just sealed your wife you, you, to her death. Yeah. You can keep screaming. It's, yeah, it's yeah. still upsetting. Right. Um, but uh, is there... Uh, I, it's a hard question to ask, but in a station like that, that's harnessing nuclear energy... Would they have doors in place that could be closed at that short of a distance? That to was seal weird. Off? So that that yeah. when I saw how close it was getting, that was kind. I kind of was like, "This is I no, I can't imagine a door that is that thick yeah. moving right. that fast." <laughs> yeah. right. I don't. I mean, I don't work in a nuclear power plant. Never sure. have. Probably never will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I just can't imagine that being the case. Um, and yeah. and also. I mean, Chernobyl, of course, is getting a lot of. Yeah. I, I've just started watching it, mm-hmm. so I, I, I just I finished. To, Love did you? It. Okay, because I was gonna. Okay, I need to. So yeah. good. No spoilers, please. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Everything turns out fine. Yeah. Everybody lives. Don't worry about it. Then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no meltdown. Um, yeah. So I, I, I was a little floored by that sort of, and, and that fact that that could contain all of it, and it, everybody's cool. <laughs> yeah. Also, right. seems a little. Well, like, and that uh, it's visual. I thought that was yeah. the main thing for me. I was like, I don't think you can see. The, the, the radiation smoke, smoke, smoke that kills yeah. you. I, I mean, I get they it. They just needed something, I think, to be. A, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. like the mushroom cloud that you see, but like I can't imagine that that would be coming full. Sp- but then again, and then again, I have not lived through. Yeah, yeah. true. Maybe it. Don't happens. plan on well, living through a nuclear plant. Yeah. But you know, no, please don't. It, yeah. Uh, well, but then the whole station collapses. And they all die, and then the movie goes on. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. like and it's yeah, kind of yeah. almost an afterthought. And yeah, uh, but I did think it was interesting because, like, obviously, one of the one of the underlying messages in the film and in the 1954 and the later films is like this sort of push and pull of of nuclear energy. And is it good or is it bad? Is it going to be our you know our imminent demise? Is, yeah. is that going to be because of nuclear energy? Uh, should we use it? Because I love the fact that there was that argument of should we let them fight it out? Yeah. Or should we use nuclear, you know, a blast. like nukes? Yeah. And, and, and actually, and and like what, it, it seemed really kind of all willy-nilly to just go ahead and like, let's just nuke San Francisco. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. yeah I don't know why that was ever even on the table, yeah. especially given what, what little they do know about these creatures. Yeah. Yes. They know what that What if the that Muto won't... just was like, ooh, this is great. Yeah, yum. Yeah. Mm, oh, now you. I'm bigger yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I did think it was romantic that the male Muto grabbed the nuke to deliver to his lady. Yeah, I like I that too. That was, very, that was a yeah, sweet moment. Very sweet. tender. I that's why well, I, <laughs> I really I wrote down I remember I really enjoyed after he grabbed it from the boat. He I swear he does a little chuckle. There's like a <laughs> sound as he flies it to Oh, his, I got to rewatch that. Whiplash, yeah. 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 I, I hope so. Yeah. Oh, it's there. Um oh, yeah. going back to the beginning of the movie, they're in uh they they find that huge fossil. I don't even know if it's called a fossil when it's found like that, yeah. but it's yeah like a giant skeleton mm-hmm. of a of a Godzilla I want to say I think well I thought it was supposed to be a muto was it was it was oh it? yeah well, it was uh, I thought it was it was connected to what ended up being like the muto eggs yeah. the spores ah. I, that's why I it thought was, it was that's why I thought yeah. muto was so strange cuz it okay. looks like an insect but it has a skeleton cuz you know insects have exoskeletons they don't have oh. actual like you know bones like we do right well but, that fossilized thing they showed us at the beginning I'm just putting this together now I believe it was a fossilized egg sack from what they showed us at the ah. end where oh. they go into that underground ah. thing well it looked like a big eggs. rib cage though yeah. yeah yeah I guess I just I guess I'm just thinking of it's placement around the cave Cages. right right oh sure the place well my question yeah. was I have questions oh, yeah. writers <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we have them here yeah. um, how often are fossils found uh, together 
you know, or, you know, that's a great question. Cause a lot of times for something to fossilize, it takes a lot of like, it's like a perfect storm. Usually it's dry conditions. Uh, the wetter, the, the, the wetter, the conditions, the more likely it's going to decay. Uh, mineral, mineral seeping into the, to the bones is also something that you need to have. And, and, mm. and it takes, you know, it's kind of like, again, a perfect storm for to create fossils. And also scavengers will come and, you know, take bones and move them around water. You know, like if, if it's, you know, on a hill, it might get washed away. It was very away. close to the water. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's and, but there's nothing as big as a muto really to scavenger it other than like, say, Godzilla or mm. other titans so or kaiju. So uh, I, I don't – I mean it, it was a little strange that it all was found together unless it was buried underneath and they had gone digging and found it. Mm-hmm. But still, it, I mean – and I don't know how old – because that's the thing. Is this is an interesting question is like Godzilla clearly in this movie versus the other ones or the older ones from Japan, I – is millions of years old and doesn't and, and, it, and it appears doesn't have like a, a normal life cycle or mm-hmm. have mates other than his weird complicated relationship with Mothra um, but yeah. this this species the Muto have a life cycle and they're clearly trying to mate with one another and I don't know right. what that what entails how long they're you know okay. what are they like dormant for millions of years come together so is it down. typically like one you'll find a bone from a dinosaur sometimes, and then no sometimes you'll it. find them close together you know what oh, I mean okay. like, but not generally fully formed you know mm. like locked in place but you know maybe just sort of crushed and also around the same also crushed is a big problem too because the oh. dirt is heavy and you know if it's under many layers of, Are we of able sediment. to put together crushed bones? Does yeah, that happen? Okay. They can sometimes. I mean, it, it depends what, how crushed they are. But I have friends that are working. A lot of paleoanthropology friends who are, uh, uh, you know, study basically human origins, and so they work in usually mostly in Africa and um, some in well, actually, I have many in, in Europe because they study Neanderthals or uh, Middle East and Asia. But uh, yeah, you can put together, you know, sort of sort of d- damaged goods and, and try to come up with what it looked like. But a lot of, in fact, in fact, a lot of species have been discovered with very little material, like a pinky bone, oh. like something mm, really wow. small. Yeah. And a few, like gig- actually Gigantopithecus is a great example. Um, the often thought ancestor of, of Bigfoot, uh, all they have is a mandible, the lower jaw and some molars. And they're judging a whole genus and three species based on wow. very, very little material. Okay. And that, as a as a you know anthropologist, I, I definitely get critical of folks that will judge or or make huge sweeping assumptions about the size of of an individual based on just that little material with no postcranial remains. So nothing below the neck was found because mm. we do know that other species of hominins, uh, upright walking, uh, our ancestors uh, had big, big, big ass jaws and big, mm. big teeth. But actually, we have their limb bones and they were really short. Oh. So to assume Gigantopithecus mm. was huge just based on their mandible and their teeth. And yeah. we know that other hominins had big ass mandibles and teeth, but they were very short, I think is kind of a stretch. Hmm, okay. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, it's interesting what you can find and how you can make huge leaps and assumptions. And there's, if, if you ever want to go, like, it's it's not quite WWE, but like sometimes <laughs> these paleoanthro meetings get pretty hostile. Oh, yeah, people. that sounds great. Yeah, because yeah. you, you know, you get yeah. more money if you get, I mean, you, you theoretically could get more money if you discover a new species. So sure. there are those that they call them lumpers versus splitters. So there's hmm. those that like, you know, will find um, different fossils in different areas and they might look different, but they'll, you know, they don't know. They know that the timeline is similar. So they'll lump them together as the same species. Cause if you think about it, human beings have a lot of variation in the way we look, our height, all these sorts of things. So if an alien came down tomorrow and like looked at, you know, skeleton remains of, you know, someone like LeBron James versus Danny DeVito, you know, like <laughs> there's just a, a wide range of variation within, within our species, but we're all the same species. Right. Um, so there's those that lump species together and then those that want to split them apart and you know have subspecies and things of that sort so mm. it mm. gets really complicated when you try to figure it out but as far as the mudo go i don't know i mean it would be really interesting if there were like offshoots of the mudo you know so i'm sure more of these movies will come out and we'll have we'll all have these little, answers you know, weird mini <laughs> yeah that's actually another thing i wanted to mention was godzilla's size there's this rule called cope's rule which okay. is basically that some lineages will just get bigger and bigger over time Ooh. um this, this is more in you know, prehistory and like he was looking at like Cenozoic uh, animals that lived millions of years ago that they just get bigger with with size. But there's also an idea that when you live on an island that things can get smaller and evolve to be smaller over time. Oh, whoa. But yeah. sometimes they can get bigger. Sometimes there's like 
insular gigantism, like, you know, rodents will get bigger, which is kind of your worst nightmare. But sometimes <laughs> animals will get smaller. You get pygmy goats, you'll get smaller horses. Mm. Uh, you know, people will actually be smaller on islands because of just lower resource availability. Because if you Whoa. think about it, oh, wow. you only have so much on an island, you know. Huh. So, but you've got things like yeah. Kong, you know, that yeah. obviously uh, yeah. Skullline or Godzilla, if, if Godzilla really originated mostly, well. So there's just a lot of mayo on that island or something. Right. You just, just ate yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Godzilla, that's another thing. <laughs> to fuel that body that big. Holy crap. Imagine. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a lot of nuclear energy. That, I know. I was yeah. thinking that. Well, you said the core earlier. So yeah. I was like, all right, I guess he's sucking yeah, from the earth. He's got a straw. He's, he's, just, he's getting it. Yeah, all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the in King of the Monsters, they show his lair, and it's as if it seems. I feel like the implication is that he lies down there oh. and just recharge, almost like a battery yeah. in a port. That's you hilarious. Know, like I he love just that. sort of like spoons I'm glad the they showed core. it though. Yeah. It's I'm, very I'm sweet. curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. I thought that was an interesting. I love thing. you, Earth. Yeah. Give me my energy. <laughs> That's what? how he talks. Yeah, that's Godzilla's I've, voice. I kind of you know. <laughs> yeah, like a sweet like, teddy bear. Aww. With him being millions of years old, and I mean, I feel like everything they lead us sleep believe about Godzilla is that he just kind of comes with the Earth. He's like, yeah, he's our, yeah, he's our security guard. Yeah, even yeah. though yeah. Yeah. he does destroy a lot of buildings mm -hmm. and floods an area. And probably just with his feet. Right. But sometimes that's the way you got like kind of like fires will start over right. time. And then you yeah. got to like you got to you got to burn it all down to yeah. billow back up. To restore yep, the know? balance. Yep. Restore that because that's King yeah. of the Monsters. It's all about restoring the balance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They You'll said that in, 2019. in, uh, yeah. in yeah. this movie too. <laughs> yeah. And they and I, I did find the parallel to, you know, climate change and uh, natural disasters and sure. stuff where it's like, oh, yeah, maybe we need some of these things in order to wipe out our crappy habits. Yeah. Instead of. You it's know, dark, yeah, but it's, it's unfortunately it's diseases. It. It's yeah. you know, yes. I, well, climate change. I mean, I think it's interesting because people always say, "Oh, save the earth, save the world," and it's like I, you know, we've had many mass extinctions. The, right. wor yeah. the world, the earth will go on just fine. Yeah, yeah it's save us. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So even like right. I did primate conservation, and people are like, "Oh, that's so like sweet that you're like trying to save the monkeys," and I'm like, "It's a very selfish endeavor." Because yeah. <laughs> when we save the monkeys, we're also saving ourselves. So right, don't make you right. know, make no mistake. It's it's obviously something very important to my heart, but. You know, it's it's also about making because any good conservation effort takes in account the people that are involved in the area because it's just really Hi. selfish and ethnocentric to be like, you know, Hi, I'm coming to your country. Like, you know, <laughs> hi, white lady, like telling you what to do because you want to save one species. It's like, mm. no, 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 that's not the way it's going to work. You know, yeah. you gotta, it's got to take care of the people first and then animals. I wonder if hopefully. we would have more of a of a backing if instead of always saying save the earth it was like save humans yeah you know because that's, that's essentially yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah. same you're saying yeah. the same thing well it's like I remember years ago when I was first taking anthro classes I remember learning it was all about reproductive success which is not just having kids it's your becoming a grandparent mm -hmm. it's making it's making sure that you are the next genes, generations yeah or yeah. in two generations like basically you just you know you ensured that they're out there and then you can just go die but <laughs> uh, and now that and for years, this whole idea of climate change and the world coming to an end and things, you know, running out of fossil fuels has mm -hmm. been kind of like a, a long, you know, people just couldn't imagine it. But now it, we there's been articles written um, in the past couple of weeks about like humanity and civilization as we know it basically coming to an end in 2050. Mm -hmm. And now people are like, oh, crap. My reproductive success is being challenged, although right. people don't think about it that way. But it's like people are actually choosing not to have children because they know yes. that they are going to inherit a effed up world. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Uh, and that, that is that is something huge. And I think these movies do I feel like they could do a better job of doing that. Yeah. Of like tying and I wish like that's why I, I love like I do work with friends that are screenwriters and I'm like, can we throw some science into this? Yeah. Because uh, there's a way to do it where you can kind of like gently say it without being like, I'm hitting you over the head with, you know, preachiness and science. But mm -hmm. it's an awesome way to really kind of tie yeah. in. You know, we're, we're doing this to ourselves, but there's there is a way to slow it down, not completely get out of the mess. But I definitely feel like, yeah, they could have been a lot more clear with the point. I it, There was moments where I thought it was almost pro-nuclear, yeah. you know? Right, yes. Versus anti-nuclear, because <laughs> it's true. like, well, just feed it to them. That's great. You know, they, they love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it Get another one out. Put it on a train. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's true. But yeah, yeah, they, they could, they... They had a chance to make a, a more specific point for sure, and they didn't right. take it. But in general, I felt like this movie had t with the same set pieces, 
of action and disaster, everything almost exactly the same, but with a better script, this could have been like an undeniably great movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And it was uh, handed off like six times, as most of these huge movies it are. Because like I, I did some research on like how long it took to get made, because I think yep. in 2009 was the announcement, and 2014 it finally came out. And right. I, and it, yeah, I, I definitely think if it had a couple more rewrites... It, it was it like six different people had their hands on this script. Too they like kept handing kitchen. it off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Too many but I think that's common. In the yeah. Movie. yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's King of the Monsters. That's King of the Monsters. That's too and many Not, not too many, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I th- well, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. no. I mean, well, yeah. no, no, no. I don't think it was too, too many, but it just it got a little confusing sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, is this one the bad? That's the bad. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting how they would pick sides. Yeah. Yeah. Like one's a. Rodan's automatically the henchman of the bad guys. Yeah. You know, like, I was just born. All right. I don't like that guy. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I guess that it's all implied that they're forces of nature. Yeah. They know their place and they take it. You know, and I like probably. how, I mean, yeah. it's interesting how the kaiju have changed uh, their roles of being good to bad through the movies. Like, you know, got Mothra versus Godzilla, but in, in King of the Monsters, Mothra, you know, yeah. it's back to that it's sort of. Batman and Robin. Yeah. Or, oh, wow. it's, I yeah. think it's more cool. romantic. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's like, they're, it's like nice. I love interspecies mingling. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about <laughs> hey, it. Sure. Um, but this is like, I feel, I feel mildly uncomfortable. How yeah. is this going to work? <laughs> uh, but right. in, and Mothra is oftentimes in older movies, the one that wants to save humanity, like the real guardian of humanity. Oh, yeah, because Godzilla's not necessarily a good guy in the old movies, Yeah, right? yeah, no. and Mothra's the one that's like, no, 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 we got to save the world. And mm. um, again, mm. my friend May is the one that like dispensed, because I was like, I don't know, you know, I'm Mothra, just, what's going on? And she's like, oh, no, Mothra, because apparently like she has two fairies that stick with her that sort oh. of translate because wow. she doesn't speak English. And oh, so the fairies sure. translate, or not, well, English, I mean, Japanese okay, in the movies, yeah, but right, excuse right. me, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, they translate for her because okay. she speaks, you know, some sort of ancient moth. Off language. Whoa, cool. Wow. Yeah, she's all about saving humanity. And we got to see some of these old yeah, uh, Japanese I, Godzillas. Yeah, interested. That, that sounds cool. Uh, I had a question about cockroaches. I don't know if uh, you're love them. Okay. Love them. Well, hey, I live in New York, so like oh. the winged ones. I ain't cool frightening. With Madagascar hissing cockroaches. Put them on my face. Love them. Wow. Put them on your face. Love them. Oh, that is not where I expected that to go. No. Whoa. That's that uh, skin uh, clearing technique, (laughs) I I guess, that I didn't know about. They're great for exfoliation. Yeah, I guess so. I So first, I will just Mm -hmm. say I'm very scared of them. I hate them. We have them uh, where I grew up in South Florida. They don't like you either, I I totally get it. Mm -hmm. I hear you on that, cockroaches. Uh, (laughs) But I thought that these Motu, Mutos, 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 excuse me, looked like cockroaches a little bit. They did. and they Shell. had that like radioactive uh, element to them, and so it made me think about how everyone says that cockroaches can survive a nuclear yes. blast. Mm. So how the hell do they do that? How does that? Well, work? I mean, a lot, a lot smaller animals fare better anytime there's like a mass extinction. Just just put it out there, just in general. Yeah, because they can, small, go, they can go they go down underground. Oh. Um, yeah, so smaller animals always do like that's the thing that the dinosaurs like ah you know I just can see them like seeing the asteroid coming towards the uh, too big. Yeah, like ah like, you know yeah. like, not the face yeah. Um, but, <laughs> Uh, the smaller animals survive. In fact, I, it was really funny. I remember the uh, a zoo. I can't remember which zoo it was. They were going to do this thing for Valentine's Day. It's really kind of clever. But you could name your ex after a cockroach, and then they'd feed the cockroach to I can't even remember what it was, like a lizard or something. Maybe, oh. been, maybe it had been like you know iguana Whoa. or something or, or a bearded dragon. <laughs> okay. And um, particularly vicious. And I was yeah. like. This is the deal. Like, I would yeah. never want to name my ex after a cockroach because those things can live through anything. Sure, it's yeah. going to die oh, right sure. now. I wouldn't sure, want to name it. One. I wouldn't want to name my yeah. ex after a threat, like you know, a very vulnerable, threatened species, like a white rhino. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. that's what Kevin should be yeah. named. Yeah. Right, <laughs> so, right. so, Shout out to you, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I've never dated a Kevin, yeah. so it's a safe name to oh, use. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I always thought that was really Apologies funny. Apologies to all Kevins. All Kevins. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, you're great yeah. guys. Yeah, we love you. I'm still naming a white rhino after you. No, but yeah, cockroaches. I mean, just they're like. And in fact, I use this as an example, too, when I, people ask me about Planet of the Apes, um, what could potentially just take over the world? Um, and because uh, cockroaches are generalists, meaning they can eat anything and wow. uh, they can sort of survive anywhere, urban environments, obviously, you know, the woods, the, you, know, you name it, like jungles, like they, they can thrive in all sorts of environments and wow. eat anything. I recently had a cockroach in my apartment and I moved into a new place in New York and it was about... Two and a half, three inches long, and uh, it flew at me. Wow. And uh, 
I, I'm one of those people. So I when I did field work in, in in Costa Rica, I would wake up with no less than four beetles in my hair oh, nesting, wow. and I loved it. Loved oh, it. Cockroaches wow. hate them, and these beetles flew too. But they were like, oh, this is so cute. I'm gonna name this one. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. Were they pretty colors? Uh, no, these no these beetles were like little you know little brown beetles. Oh, yeah, no, they weren't like the big June bug type beetles. But still scary yeah. to me. But yeah. cockroaches for some reason they smell. They're just disgusting. And so this particular one, oh, I remember man. you know thinking you know I didn't want to smush it because I, I I had heard in the past that when you kill them it attracts others and I thought Whoa. it was like they were they were coming to the avenge the death of oh, their wow. their fallen comrades. Yeah. So it's like ants. But they not yeah they yeah. come they come but it's not because they're trying to like avenge the death they're coming to eat. Their friend. Oh, they're gross. coming for the food. Oh, cannibals! <laughs> they're the worst. Yeah. Oh my god. But then again, it, humans are awful too. Like if you yeah, think about oh, it, sure. humans are cockroaches on this earth. And so, like I was going to say, but we like, make music. We do. We do. We, well, <laughs> I mean, you, we make Godzilla ever, movies. You've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. a cockroach. You know, jam band? No, I good. haven't. I haven't. Uh, I don't go out much. They're playing your toothbrush. legs. Oh, God. But um, yeah. no, but like same with, with primates. The people are like, oh, Planet of the Apes. And I'm like, yeah, the thing is like chimpanzees and gorillas, they're, you know, they're bigger. They, uh, they look like they could be the ones to take over Earth, but it's. Things like macaques, which have uh, a generalist diet. They're the second most widely distributed primate in the world. They can thrive anywhere. They're the ones that you see in the hot tubs in, like, the mountains of Japan. Whoa. You see them in, like, you know, the streets of uh, all throughout Southeast Asia. They can, li- like, thrive in urban environments, thrive in forests, all that kind of stuff. And so it's – I always say it's going to be planet of macaques or macaque attack. Macaque attack. Macaque attack. I mean, that is good. Um, yeah. yeah. So, right? Exactly. That could be a movie, If you're going to make, right? yeah, really screenplay. Yeah. 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 That sounds good. Um, well, listen, guys, we've gone long. I oh. thank you for the in-depth conversation. I feel <laughs> yes. like we've touched on all things Zilla and otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have a plug section here at the if there's something oh, yeah. you want to talk about, tell people about. Well, I mean, you can follow me on Twitter at Natalia13Reagan. I do uh, stand-up comedy in New York and in Los Angeles, so feel free to, to look look that stuff up. And I have a bunch of podcasts on Star Talk Radio that cover a lot of anthro topics. Yeah. Not Godzilla yet, but, you know. Soon to come. Yeah, right. lots of gorillas, so. <laughs> we can dream. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. At yeah. Natalia13Reagan. Yeah, and same with Instagram, too. Great. Stupid. Okay. Silly, yes. Paulito? Uh, well, I wrote uh, some episodes of a, of a new Flintstone show called Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs. Um, as far as I know, it's it has been canceled, but the, the, <laughs> no! some episodes... As far as you know, so there is a chance. Well, it, I, as far as... There are some episodes that are produced, and I believe they should be coming out. Okay. So let me just ask all of you listening to, if it comes out, uh, which would be on Boomerang or the WB Animation app... Love it, watch it, love it, absorb it, and then demand <laughs> that they bring it back. That would be Great. my my request. I'll okay. my mom um, write a strongly worded email. I appreciate it. Perfect. I appreciate that. Well, and that's coming it? from a doctor. Yeah, yeah, no, Dr. Reagan does not mess around. Oh, so, awesome. okay. I mean, WB's going to flip out once they get this letter, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that sounds yeah. great to She's me. On Thank it. you. I really yeah. appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, and I have no real impressive educational background, but I will be writing furious uh, emails. Mm-hmm. Thank you. A lot of curse words. I'll <laughs> include audio. Oh, mm. good. Uh, Just leave my name out of yours. Some interpretive dancing. Uh, yep. Yeah. Some interpretive <laughs> <Yeah>. dancing. <laughs> I have never lived or worked with Paul ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know Paul, Whoever but I'll tell is. you what. This show rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs. Yes, yes. Fantastic. Yes. Paul, Natalia, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Yeah. No, thank you for having me. Yeah. Please, anytime. Yeah. See you next time for King Kong. Kong Skull Island. Skull Island, Island Kong yeah. Skull Island, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay. I'm Oof. down. Bye. Bad Science is hosted and produced by me, Ethan Edinburgh. The associate producer is Emily Feld. Our engineer and editor is Lucas Bollinger. And the executive producer is Brett Kushner. Follow us on Instagram at Bad Science Show. That's at Bad Science Show for behind the scenes photos and more. Send us an email at badscience at seeker.com. That's badscience at seeker.com. Let us know what movie you'd like to hear next and any thoughts you have on the show. And of course, leave us an iTunes review. That lets other people hear about the show, which we all really appreciate. Alrighty, I will see you next week. Bye bye.